What up, what up, what up, Charlotte and surrounding. It's your boy, Lim Houston, on the podcast. If you hear wind behind me, well, that's because I'm driving to go down to Pineville to do a one-on-one personal training session and then do cardio funk. So I'm trying to, without having my phone up against my ear, I'm trying to... um, record while I'm driving and hands-free. So yay, hopefully no no accidents, no need to get like sidetracked with conversation because it's just me, myself, and I wanting to talk about something. So I already did a podcast this morning and it was very, very brief just to talk about the importance of your body fat and making sure you analyze that along with the use of the scale. Um, but something came up that I wasn't expecting, of course, later on in the afternoon in a conversation that I had with somebody and it had to do, it started out with the whole Kobe Bryant thing, but it got me thinking, you know, like we absolutely have no idea when our expiration date is. None of us do. And I know there, there have been recent times for me and, and, and this is just being 100% real where I feel like I need an extra pursuit of something in order to feel continuously fulfilled in my life. Now, not to say that my life is boring by any means, you know, not, not at all. And on this podcast, we keep it 100% all the time, but I do find that with the businesses that I try to operate, first, the realty business at Houston Realty Group, which sponsors this lovely podcast, by the way, as well as doing the SWAT training and now implementing the Flex Lab and the Stretch Lab stuff to help promote healthy well-being as people grow older. And I'm realizing I'm growing older. And when you are middle-aged, and that is really what I am. More than likely, I will not live till 92 years old, because <laughs> that's the midway point right now is 46, but I am a middle-aged man who has the heart of a 21-year-old when it comes to ambition, drive, and to me, success has been redefined in my life is being in a happy place and being able to financially take care of yourself. Now, I always wanted to be a millionaire and who knows who's to say that that won't happen. But there was, there's just something that I was missing recently. And I'm talking, you know, as as recent as last month, I was feeling some type of way about what is the next move for me? Because see, Fitness has embodied who I am for so long. Um, Sometimes I take it for granted, but I do realize I get to do something that not a whole lot of people get to do. I do have the opportunity and have the freedom of time management and to put in things, times, you know, that things that I want to do. Helping people is really what I want to do ultimately, but I find that I even get lulled. You know, like it, it, you're, you're, you're trying to 
you understand what you're doing with your purpose in life is helping other people and you're monetarily needing to utilize that skill that you have in order to live and survive and you know have a decent life and like I said I'm no millionaire at all not even close but I do realize that I'm not one of those ones right now that has to go to a job that sucks I really do love what I do but I'm stuck I feel stuck from what's the next step for this 46 year old you know I do understand that the writing is on the wall when it comes to me being so actively involved in cardio funk. Um, and then there's something about wanting to pass it on to somebody to keep it alive so that people have something to look forward to when I'm ready to be done with it. Because at, at some point in time in the foreseeable, foreseeable future, I'm not going to be able to do all the cardio funk uh, classes that I do. I'm not going to looking at expansion right now. Is not even a possibility if it's just me? So I've been looking at life as if, you know, okay, what if next year there is no cardio funk for me? What do I do? What, what, what do I do? And in some ways it causes me to feel some immobility, um, really unsureness of, what, what it is is going to be the next move for myself professionally and for my soul. And this is going to get really kind of deep, kind of quick, but really fast because I don't want to be on uh, the podcast for more than 30 minutes. But, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is still trash. Um, but what Cardio Funk has done for me for the last nine years is it get, has given me an outlet to be able to stay in shape and make other people and their lives better. And by saying making other people better, I've been told that a lot of people look forward to coming to Cardio Funk because it's an outlet emotionally, physically. It covers both spectrums in a tremendous way for a lot of people. And it actually does for me as well, more than I even can probably imagine. But Cardio Funk has also allowed me the opportunity to be self-employed for over seven years and be involved in fitness for nine years. So it's been a tremendous help for me in my health, in my ability and desire to want to be self-employed and be able to kind of manage my way that way for not almost, well, seven years full-time nine years total as of March. And so when you look at it, how many businesses really succeed for nine years? And without, I haven't had any, knock on wood, real financial hardship or stress during that nine year period of time. And really for almost the last seven years, I've been doing it full time. So there has been no net. There had been no Bank of America. There had been no Citigroup. There had been no no nothing. It had just been the work that I put together with really a lot of great people that I've been so fortunate enough to be around 
and the superior creator of everything that has allowed me to be able to do this. And now when you see kind of like, you know, I'm no Kobe Bryant, but when he got to be of a certain age where he could not perform at his level of performance, he had to give it up. Now, albeit he was playing basketball for 20 years at the highest level. There are no voice tags stored in the system. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what's going on. Anyway, there, you know, I, so for me, I got a late start. An enduring mysteries in Australian oh, history. But before we tell you our story, though, we want to. There is something about technology that you just cannot control. That was the Bluetooth going crazy. Sorry about that. But I got a late start in what really is my life work or should have been my life work at an earlier age. And now I'm at an age at 46 where I still physically can keep doing what I'm doing, but I have to think about when I can. And and that's where it kind of bums me out now. Like I've, I've really, and maybe you can share with me a situation that you've gone through where It seems like the thing that you love the most is exhausted its end. And that's where I'm going. It's like this journey of fitness has been such a great one. This has been more than I could have ever imagined. I've done so much more. I've met so many more people. You know, I I couldn't have scripted it even better than what it's been. But I do ultimately see that the way I've been doing it is going to come to an end sooner than later. So am I trying new things? Yes. Am I trying to redefine who I am? Yes. Am I trying to reinvent what I do with fitness and still cultivate that fire and that fervor for what I have had with cardio funk? And I'm saying like, for right now, I don't think anything can't even come close to what cardio funk has meant for me. I think that you really take it for granted too when you are younger <clears throat> in Better House. And when, you know, I started this out when I was 36, 37 years old. You know what I mean? Like, so I, it, I was still young enough. I wasn't young, young, but I was still young enough to where thinking about 46 wasn't even, I, I didn't even think about it. Or, and it's not even, thinking about 46 but thinking about it coming to an end was not even a reality at all and now that I'm 46 and I see like wow in five years I'll be 51 years old and for nine years I've rode this emotional high called cardio funk and it really is like having a nine-year orgasm. Yeah, and dead serious. It, it re, re, even in the worst circumstances of whatever it was, whether people get pissed off at you or they tell on you at the Y about your music being too raunchy or too loud or whatever it was, it there was never a moment where I said, I'm ready to really quit. Not at all. Now, obviously, nothing's 100% perfect. 
And there, like I said, there have been times when I get aggravated or I get nervous about making enough money doing cardio funk that I'm like, gosh, man, maybe I need to go back to a regular job and not think about it. But as soon as that happens, there always is a door that opens up and it has been for cardio funk for the last nine years. In five more years, there will be no more cardio funk for Lim Houston. And that is tough. It's a tough pill to swallow. And it might not be completely gone, but cardio funk as I know it from 37 years old to currently 46 and the way that I've been working it and where I've been able to go from Pineville to Uptown to Cornelius and Huntersville that's not going to happen folks in five years and so you might say well why are you concerned about it right now well I have to prepare for that and looking at my options and looking at my situation. See, there was no 401k built during this time frame when I took the risk at being self-employed. And maybe there should have been other investments that I made, but I poured my heart and my money into cardio funk, into SWAT, into anything that had to relate that relate to fitness that I participated in and I tried to keep it as affordable for others so in a lot of ways I know I have sacrificed financially <clears throat> my position in retirement to live now and to not worry about you know do I have enough medic money for medication um and I don't know if that's the right thing or the wrong thing, because I, you know, when you, when you talk to different people, some people say you might as well be broke going into your senior citizen years and get money off of the government, because you're, any amount of wealth that you use, you're going to have to use it all up before you get a, you know, if you live long enough, you might be using that all up just to live in a nursing home that you're paying five, four, five thousand dollars a month that smells old and smells of death and you're living off of medication and things are breaking down and really there's no solution for it because that's just the aging process. And so I knowing that I wanted to live why while I had the energy, while I had the capabilities and the mindset to being able to really, really live and be active, I chose to sacrifice retirement money to live now. And I'm proud of that. I'm really happy of that. I guess the thing that when you get closer to being like the reality is you have less active working years left, it really makes you think like, dang, man, what is it what what's the next thing to look forward to and that that is really honest this podcast is meant to be uplifting and happy but it's meant to be real and so I, you're you're walking through my journey of finding what it is that is going to st- sustain that fervor and that vitriol and that that fire 
for something more than cardio funk. Now, let me tell you this. Like I said before, <clears throat> cardio funk has allotted me a, a life and a lifestyle that a lot of people will never, ever, ever get to experience. Some of the experiences that I've lived just because of cardio funk, I would say that probably 90% of all men to 95% of all men will never experience it. It's, it is a rush to have a room full of women in there getting in shape, looking great. And let's face it, flirting. It, there's, there is like for, what, nine years, I've been in a position where I have been hit on by so many women and it is, is fun. It's just straight up fun. And I think part of my dilemma is my own um, self-evaluation of how I look, which is like, I feel great now. There is going to be that day when I wake up and the looks are gone. And, you know, everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people probably think, about some of the things that I'm telling you I'm thinking about right now, which is for so many years you relied on something. That was your it factor. That was what made you get up in the morning and feel great. Even on your worst day, it was probably somebody else's 10 day, meaning perfect day. And that's how I felt for the last nine years. I felt, you know, that there was that this was a, a, a physical and emotional ride that, man, I, I just can't even put into words how much fun it has been to live like this and to try to find some other means to kind of sustain what you you feel when you're at your best, your peak, and you've got a tool much like professional athletes have. You know, I can only imagine what. Luke Keekley is going through right now at age 28 years old and retired. Here I am bitching a little bit about being 46 and having to look at retiring from what I love to do, which is cardio funk. I cannot imagine being 28 years old and saying, I can't play anymore. Not because I don't have the physical ability to do it. Just quite frankly, the risk out, the risk outweighs the reward of continuing to play. And this is all he's known from the time he's been a little kid. I've known cardio funk since I was 36 years old. So well past, well past what would be considered an average adult life. At 36, I was well past being an adult. I was firmly entrenched in being an adult. And I found something that late in life that gave me the same type of passion, the same type of just energy and zest for not only myself, but making other people better as well. And it is one of those things when you have got to step back and say, all right, well, what's next? And I never planned on it. You know, it's foolish starting so late and not having 
a plan. I just went with the flow. And I don't know if I would do it any other way, though. You know, I, I think that had I been more cerebral, I probably would have never even ventured out. That's just to be honest. I probably would have kept it as a part-time thing and not try to make it a full-time thing and stuck with the safe safety net of having a 9-to-5 job or 8-to-5 job. You know, and that that's just the truth of it all. But I did what my nature told me to do, which was take the risk. Go all out. You're not going to know everything But with what you know, you can be successful. And so that is the part that is so... uh, I don't even know what the word is, but it brings me back down to earth a little bit. For nine years, I've been riding this heavenly wave of cardio funk. But I I know I got a plan for something different now. Hopefully it'll still be in the fitness field because that's where, you know, overall my heart is, is helping people. And I'm trying to work on bridging the, the gifts of what I've learned from massage therapy and the wonderful gift that I've been able to have with cardio funk and fitness together and be able to do it at an older age and now be able to look at retirement as more of the thing that I need to start doing, you know, saving for and doing stuff for. So there goes that. That's, that's the thoughts of the day. Like give me your, um, more of your solutions on what you came up with when you, when you did something where you knew it was over. I mean, it could be a divorce. It could be a relationship. It could be something that you love so much that, you know, like some of these athletes, you can't golf anymore because you just don't have it. Um, and again, you know, there's more se- severe issues in the world. I'm not crying at all about my plot in life. It has been a special, special thing to be able to say, hey, man, for seven years, I was self-employed doing absolutely what I loved to do. I wasn't stuck in board meetings and listening to mindless stuff that didn't really make me feel energized. So it it is one of those things that I am not at all crying about. It's going to come to its end and, and knowing that it's just, I probably need more help on how do you harness the feelings or do you just kind of, they are going to just be there and there's nothing you can do about it. Kind of like when people lose a loved one, you know, there's every different level of grieving process when a person is no longer here and maybe to some extent on a littler scale it has the same to do with whatever it is that your passion for your occupation was um i don't ever think that i will be fully retired even if i live up say to 80 85 years old As long as my mind is ticking and working and operating well, I would hope that I would be engaged in something that would still bring me joy and life and a reason to get up in the morning. And that is what something that, you know, everybody can kind of control because just because you can't physically do something doesn't mean that you can't 
push yourself mentally in other ways. It's just finding what that other thing is. And I think by talking on this podcast today, really, it's helped me understand that there is probably never going to be a seven to nine year stretch of my life that has been this fun ever. There probably never will be. And I don't know. I can't predict the future. But I do know that if I if something was to happen to me now and this was it, it is perfect. It is a scripted life that I would not change for anything. You know, I, I've talked to you guys about kind of how I was raised as a Jehovah Witness and, you know, how I've struggled with some of the things that, you know, I really do believe in, in how I was raised and some of the things that I really don't believe in and how I was raised. But it took that in order for me to get to this seven to nine year stretch. And these seven to nine years, it's been humanly perfect for me, for me. All right. Well, that's it for today's podcast. It's not really a downer podcast. It's just one of those things like Arsenio Hall said, things that make you say, hmm, you know, it's it. Life is wonderful, man. And, you know, I don't know how you feel. Some people may have had a great, enjoyable, wonderful life for all their years. You know, I don't know because I haven't met everybody and I haven't really talked this deep about, you know, finally getting your groove in on life. And it's now coming to a point where you got to think about, well, this groove is going to get ready. The music's getting ready to stop on this career. (laughs) No pun intended, but the music is getting ready to stop. What next? More to come on that. All right, people. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the evening. I'm signing off right before doing this one-on-one training. And then cardio funk, baby. Cardio funk. Peace out.